Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creatives, business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I made it to another episode. I can't believe it. I just feel so adult and so consistent and mm-hmm. just so proud of myself right now. <laughs> so last, so for the last episode, I, I listened to it and I realized that I kept on saying obviously like way too many times, like every single, after every sentence, it was obviously this and obviously you started your business because of this and obviously you're successful because of this. And it made me realize that it's time that I expand my vocabulary, you know? I just feel like I just need to change my ways. So every episode, I am going to be bringing a word of the day because some of you may not admit it, but you do the same thing. You probably use like amazing all the time or incredible all the time. Or maybe you're like me and you say obviously all the time. So we're going to grow together. We're going to learn together. You know, we're going to we're going to do this. So my word for today is another word to describe. Is that even correct English? It's another word instead of obviously. So my word today is incontestably. Okay. Look at that. Incontestably. Like, it just sounds so like, who says that? When was the last time you heard someone say in a conversation, well, incontestably, I believe, da 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 See? <laughs> so, incontestably. I hope I'm saying it right, <laughs> because if I'm not, it's really awkward. <laughs> but anyway, moving swiftly forward. Today, my guest is just absolutely amazing. She has, like, an awesome 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 lash bar she's got not one not two but three branches she's really young and she's rocking the baddest blonde hair right now like as in bad in a good way like it looks amazing and her name is Ashade Cole so welcome to my show girl thank you for having me thank you for coming down especially on this um this um gloomy I know London day I know (laughs) even though it's gloomy all the time we just have to make it work trust me (laughs) so um Basically, like I said before, like this show is just about having candid conversations. Mm-hmm. I feel like people see people doing stuff and they just think, oh, it's easy. Or, you know, they just woke up one day and they just um, they just magically have this successful business. Mm-hmm. But there isn't enough honest conversations, yep. you know. And I guess when we're by ourselves and stuff, we have these conversations like, yo, my staff, she's, they're mad. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But yep. we never, you never really hear it, mm. you know, on a on a bigger platform. So that's why I wanted to do this. So thank you so much for coming down today. No worries. I guess I want to just start from the beginning. Like mm-hmm. I want to just get insight into who you are. So we'll just start from the beginning, like the genesis. The genesis of genesis. me. The genesis of you. Like, okay, where did you go to school? Like, let's start from there. Like, what is your <sighs> background? Let's just start from the beginning. So I... Um, was born in the 90s. I'm not going to get specific on the year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, as a young child, I was really, I was quite shy, but I was quite bright. Mm. So around the age of six, I, I attended normal um, 
primary school down the road from me and then around the age of six I got a scholarship to go to private school Mm -hmm. in um, Knightsbridge so my life kind of changed at that point um, because I was interacting with people you know like the Sultan of Brunei's nieces and you know and I was not from that background at all I was from a very I mean my parents did all that they could for me but I'm not Mm -hmm. somebody who's ever had a silver spoon Um, so I yeah that kind of opened my mind to see like what was possible in life Mm. like things really beyond what was in my even my family social circle yeah um so yeah then I went to Godolphin Latimer which is a good school in uh Hammersmith um but around the age of 16 I just said enough is enough I'm tired of being the only black person yeah because I was wondering like what that would be like in my in my primary school it was very multicultural there's like Nigerian kids it was it was it was a good mix but my secondary school was extremely English middle class you know I was the only black person in my year and it got to a stage um where I said I've had enough of this yeah like the fees are costing so much money anyways Mm -hmm. I don't I'm not happy here because I feel like I'm an exception and not always in the right way Mm. like you know people have always said well in school I was always told that I was aggressive and I was um argumentative confrontational but the one thing that my school did give me and Mm. the one thing I think that private schools sometimes gives kids they gave it to the wrong kid basically because I'm not meant to be (laughs) as confident as I am but um it definitely gives you confidence to argue your point so basically if you ever had like a if you didn't agree with what the teacher said, you wouldn't be penalised for like saying to them, that's not actually right. As long as you could like justify your mm, point. Right, yeah. So from a very young age, it did help me in terms of like, like cementing my arguments and standing in what I, what I say and being, having conviction behind it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so then I went to SFX because I said, me done. <laughs> Whoa, that's like Midan. a big difference. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, to SFX. I, like. went, I went, I went, I went, I went from being the only black girl <laughs> in the year to being, to being a, a drop in the ocean. And to me, wow. that was, one of the most soothing experiences in the initial instance. It was literally like going, <sighs> Wow, that's incredible. Because, you know, in college I did performance studies because I've always done like music and drama from a very young age. So mm. I was able to do that. But like, if I got any attention, it was for the right reasons. Yes. Rather than for the fact that I was standing out. Mm. Uh, I made some like beautiful friends and we're still friends to this day. Yeah. And you know, it's it's like ten years later, we still meet up, and it was a really life affirming cha- decision that yeah. I made. And I stood against my parents, and I said, "You know what? I've been academically really sound this whole time, so you just have to allow me, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I want to do." Yeah. Um. And so then from there, started off in uni, started doing economics and French at the University of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Madness. Um, <laughs> It wasn't the the French part. I love language, the economics. Yeah, because I was going to say the French part, but is that it's so which part was the difficult one? The French? No, I love the French. Oh, so the, the economics. economics A level, the jump from economics A level to economics degree level was wild. It was, <laughs> it was like, so first of all, I didn't do maths A level. If I'd done maths A level, then, then when they were t- talking about standard deviation, yeah, like, yeah. these things would have made sense to me. But I was literally like, what the hell are you people talking oh about? My <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't even want to be good at this. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. even want to know. I yeah, don't even want to know yeah. this. No interest. No, yeah. no, nothing at all. So I dropped out. Eventually went to Queen Mary's University of London. <sighs> Graduated 2013. Just so I could give my mum that certificate listen. and say, listen, my friend. This is for you, babe. I've paid my dues. <laughs> yeah. Slavery is over. <laughs> I'm free. I can do what I want. Um, from there, I got into like PR, marketing, um, 
at really entry level. Do you know when you finish uni, the first job that you can get? Yeah. And, you know, I was really frustrated because I'm somebody with a lot of initiative. Yeah. And you know when your initiative is being stifled in an organisation just mm. because of, like, bureaucracy and all kinds mm. of, like, hierarchy of what person yeah, does yeah, what. Yeah, like, yeah. I had ideas upon ideas. Wow. And I'm a really resourceful person. So I was like, you lot just need to, like, let me do it. Yeah. And I'll, like, make this work. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I can hook you up with this. But they weren't trying to hear it in none of the organisations that I was in. So I was like, yeah, cool, I'm off. Um, <laughs> quit. Walked out my job with nothing lined up. Um, but I've always been a practical person. So I saw an eyelash course. One of my friends mentioned to me, she was like, you should do it. You'd be really good at it. Started from there, 2015. I started, yeah, I did the course and then I started doing like a little mobile business. Wow. But very quickly I realised being mobile in London is not for me. Yeah. So other people do it and yeah. kudos to them because you know what? By the time you get from Croydon to Brixton, that's 90 minutes on yeah. a bad day yeah yeah like so yeah. you kind of spend more time in your car than you do actually doing a service so yeah when i when i saw the premises in a uh, crystal palace i was like i don't have enough money but this is just gonna have to work somehow wow <laughs> i'm literally gonna pause you there because you've just said so much i'm just I like know, the I'm journey sorry. no it's amazing oh. <laughs> the journey is just incredible because like obviously going to practice i use the word obviously <laughs> obviously incontestably <laughs> Yeah. Go into private school, then from private school, like um, then go into SFX. It's that journey is so incredible to me because I studied acting, and so mm -hmm. I was doing. I was going to like an acting course when I was about like sixteen, mm -hmm. and I was also like the only black person there. So mm -hmm. I definitely understand that idea of just feeling like you just stand out. Yeah, like, it's just weird. Yeah, you without know? even trying to stand. Yeah, out. you just yeah. stand out. But my question is like how. When was when did you know that actually I want to do business? Because really the setup was quite nice to get into a like a corporate job mm -hmm. that's paying loads mm -hmm. of money straight away. Mm -hmm. Because what people need to understand when you go into business, you are not going to be making loads of money straight away. No way. You know, you may be lucky and you just hit profit straight away. But then sometimes a lot of the time it's a journey. And mm -hmm. in, especially in comparison to if you just get a corporate job and mm -hmm. you're just making loads of money. Mm -hmm. So when did you know? Because I'm sure like it was in your head even before you even started, mm -hmm. maybe in secondary school. Like when did you have this? When did you know that? Hmm, I think I've got like good business acumen. Like I can actually. I can do something. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I can do my do own thing. With this. I mean, my my mum and dad, I'm like a very much a blend of my mum and dad. Mm -hmm. My dad is very much an intellectual in terms of like really open minded and really he comes up with ideas and concepts all the time. Like yeah. he's, even now, like he's still so quick. Like yeah. he just gets business. Yeah. And then my mum is like graft. Like mm. my mum's done really well for herself, but she's a grafter mm. and I've got that from her. Like yeah. I've never been lazy. I've, you know, I used to sell anything that wasn't stuck down when I was, <laughs> when, I, when I was in school. Everyone knows me for that. And then as soon as I turned 16, I got a job because I was like, do you know what? Money is a power. Right. So if I have, like economic means to sustain myself right then people the way that people including my mom and dad mm -hmm. can come at me it's gonna change because like true. well you're not paying for it so yeah, actually true. i can do what i want yeah yeah well yeah. within reason come on yeah. african household like well, how, <laughs> exactly. how i crazy, don't care <laughs> come on how 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 mad can you get but yeah i think for me like i always knew that i didn't want to work for anyone else mm. i always knew it and i just I tried to do the other thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I went through, I did, when I left uni, I did a um, an internship, which was basically to get more black people into the creative industries. 
<laughs> my eyes, what my eyes saw in in <laughs> it's it's not even funny. Like the experience that I had said to wow. me, corporate life, darling, is not for you because at some point it's gonna you're gonna have to cut people down to get to where you want to get to. Wow. This is not about your intellect. This is not about what you bring to the table. This is about whether people like you. And I've never been somebody who really cares whether people like me or not. So it's like a different world to have to go into this space where you have to prove yourself. It wasn't about my intelligence and what yeah. I brought to the table. It was about, oh, well, yeah, she's like... And I had, like, basically liking me would have equated to me putting up with nonsense and not saying nothing. So I'm like, if that's what it's going to take then for I'm me to good. literally not sell my soul, but to, like, not be me, right? then I don't want it. Yeah, Like, that was, for me, the experiences that I had in that company really opened my eyes because... Yeah. I went to a very middle class school, but we were on an even playing field mm. because it's a school. It's not about money. Right. At the end of the day, when it comes to exams, I beat everyone. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not, not all the time, but like I did well in like yeah. my language. I did really, I did really well at school. So like there was even footing with me and other people. Right. But when you come into the workplace, there's so many other like socioeconomic factors that right. come into like how you fit into a workplace yeah. that I was just like, this is mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm breaking my butt, not making no money to come here and get this valuable experience. And the trade-off is even if you work hard, if you're not likable, you still can't go. You can't that. get anywhere. That is just So ridiculous. I'm like, you know what? I need to remove the thing of being likable out of my life and yeah. I just need to like myself this is and it. be happy with myself. This I can't it. let somebody else determine what, what my destiny is based on whether they like me or not because mm -hmm. I don't actually care. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually a key thing even yeah. when it comes to running a business. You just have to be like, do you know what? I don't care if you like me or not. 100%. That confidence needs to just be there. Otherwise, you just be like pushed around, literally. I think one of the things that I've realised about being the boss is that sometimes you have to be unpopular. I am learning that. <laughs> no, I am sometimes learning you have to be unpopular. that. And it's a hard lesson because yeah. you you want them to like you. Yeah. You want them to, you know, be able to tweet and say, my boss is amazing and yeah. this, that, that. And then sometimes... And for me, it's it's. I felt like they did like me. Like I felt like my staff liked me for a really long time. Yeah. But this year, I feel like they stopped liking me. And that feeling was just like, like one, I actually had one girl say to me, she's no longer with the company, but she said to me that, um, so yeah, you know, we finally have like, all of us have like united because you know, the fact that we're not really liking you. Mm. And she said that to me, like to my face. Mm. And I just thought to myself, I remember that day and I thought to myself, wow, the fact that you could even say it to my face, the fact that you almost feel like I'm a robot and I don't have any feelings, yeah. I'm not a human being and you can just say that to me. Yeah. And I just had to just accept that, you know what? Sometimes the decisions that you make yeah. for the company, yeah. it's not going to be popular. Yeah. And you have to be able to accept that. So yeah. it's good that you were able to learn that from early. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. Like, it's a completely other ball game. Like, yeah. you know, I'm somebody who I I, I have to be fair yeah that's that's more than being nice to a particular person or that i just want to be seen as fair yeah because i can't be bothered yeah i don't want someone to say oh well you did that for her but you didn't do that for me exactly i want to be consistent across the board yeah so whatever's going to help me be consistent that is what i'm interested in implementing in my business yeah i'm not interested in playing things by ear because you're when it's your business you're so passionate about it there are times you're going to fly off the handle there yeah. are times you're going to be irritable there are you know if you're not coming from money you don't have a huge safety net yeah. you're basically in the same position as your staff really yeah. like you need this money as much exactly. as them exactly so and they <laughs> never understand this i'm like listen <laughs> I need us yeah. to make this money because yeah. if we don't make this money, yeah. we 
together are in trouble. Like it's not just about. But what happens is that sometimes they put you in like a different in this higher category position. Yeah. than them, and they feel like you're they're working just so that you can enjoy. Literally, and you know what it is. I don't know. I've had to. I've been wrestling with these kind of things for like the past few months, just trying to understand, like you know, just human psychology. Like, yeah. is it just something that's just a human thing? I think also because you've got like a female-based business, is it something that's like in in female workplaces? Which yeah. I really hate to say because I'm all for female empowerment. Right, you right. know, with me, everybody that comes into my business, one thing I'm proud to say is that from where they come in to where they leave it's different they've improved yeah do you yeah, see what i mean yeah, and yeah. you know for me my aim as a, as a as a founder is always to have people that's better than me right i'm always trying to empower people as much as possible mm-hmm. but it's like it's very difficult when you're trying to empower people and at the same time they can't respect you or empower you exactly. it becomes and i don't want to be negative about it no but, but it's just it's the reality yeah, and the fact the that reality. you're saying it lets me know that i'm not i haven't been in la la land this no, is something this that's is actually real. a real thing no it's a big issue and it's something yeah. i've really like this year i've really had to deal with it and i've just been like i don't understand what i'm doing wrong like mm. I'm being really nice. Mm. You know, so I've literally gone through all the phases <laughs> of like, I've been- I remember you saying. Be, yeah, yeah, really, really nice. And just being accepting. If you've got a problem, yeah. I'm like, you know, just being a nice boss, like, yeah. and not just being a boss, but actually not being a friend, but just being reasonable and not be, just- Empathizing. Treat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Empathizing with them. I've tried that. Listen, when they still go off, they still go off and they completely forget that you were the same person who sat with them and have a, had a conversation with them about their personal life. They're still annoyed at you. And then you try the fair thing. Yeah. Still, it's a problem. And it's like, it's almost like they see my socials and think, nah, Rita is living life and I'm here doing this and I'm working on her behalf. And it's like, it's not like that. It's yeah. I'm trying to create a family like yeah. where we do this together and we grow together. Like what you're saying, like even if you leave, yeah. you should be able to leave and feel like, wow, I'm so glad I was at Radiant because yeah. now I'm able to do this or I'm yeah. able to set up my own business and yeah. I'm able to do all these different kind of things. Yeah. But it's like, they don't see it and it, it's I don't think it's negative at all. I just think it's just, it is interesting. It's, it's, it's to, a reality. It's a reality, you know, mm. like, what do we need to do to to create this place where it's like, look, is it, there's, there's an together. understanding. Yeah, we're in this together. Well, do you know what? This is something that I'm actually been working. It's so so timely this conversation because yeah. this is something that I've been working on for the past few months. So mm-hmm. I'm finally like down tools completely. I'm not in the salons anymore. I have an office. Nice. I have um, an area manager to assist me, and Good. I have an admin assistant because I don't have a business partner. So this yeah. is all on me. And what happened is. <laughs> when your business grows so fast a lot of times there's things that have not been done once you get to that big stage if you haven't dotted all your i's and crossed all your t's Mm. you've then got to go back and put in structure where there might not have been structure yeah the business works the business works the business model works that's not that's not what this is about it's Mm. about sustaining it yeah because actually I don't need to be there every day. Mm-hmm. If the managers are there, how are they empowered to manage effectively? Exactly. I yeah. <laughs> I have, you know, I don't know when this when this is going to be released, but I have a meeting coming up very yeah. soon <laughs> with like the senior managers. Yeah. And for me, it's really key that I illustrate to them, you know, Slash just opened six months ago. So obviously that comes with a whole host of like pressures financially, um, just in terms of like goals and stuff, you know what I mean, with a new business. So I have a I have a meeting planned where I'm just going to outline, yeah, this is what you guys are doing and this is fantastic. I've kind of left you whilst I figure out the back end stuff. But this is how much it costs to run this. Mm. 
who do you think's filling that gap every month? Right. And you lot want to come to me and be petty, moan, complain. <laughs> like, I make Listen. sure you lot get paid every month. Listen. That's my job to make right. sure. Once I make sure you lot get paid every month, really and truly, you got to just give me that because it is hard. Anyone that tells you that it's easy to run a business, anyone who tells you, oh, profits, forecast, all that, let me just tell you this. Toys R Us didn't think they were going to be out of business, did they? In their projections, they, this is a company that's turning over half a billion pounds. Exactly. Did they project to be exactly. in administration? Exactly. They never. You don't. You don't plan for exactly. that. Exactly. So there's an element of like this business is built on pure faith. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be such a positive person. I can't be around negativity. I can't entertain negativity. Do you understand what I mean? So like, girl, we, I understand. Like you're preaching to the choir. I, I know, but I recently started. And I'm not trying to like admonish anyone and be like, you're negative. I can't have you around me. Yeah. I'm saying get on my level. Do you mm-hmm. understand? Because otherwise this thing is not going to work. If right. you don't want to complain and feel sorry for yourself, guess what? We're just going to stop. It's going to come to a grinding halt. Yeah. Because like <laughs> negativity can't keep something going. Exactly. You know, it, it, it's, it's, one, it's one of them things where I guess you, you, you just find ways. Like we just started using Workplace yeah. from Facebook as yeah. a tool. And I thought to myself, you know what? If I'm not seeing these girls, because every sort of work, work, social, WhatsApp group, I had to remove myself. Mm. There's a lot of noise going on in here yeah, that yeah, I don't yeah. need to know about. Yeah, Do you yeah, understand? If you don't yeah. want to be petty and backbite amongst yourselves, Do fine. It. I don't need to be involved. Mm. So workplace is a place for me to dish out what I want to dish out in a very clear, yeah. transparent way. So, yeah. you know, for me, I'm like... Yeah, I want to. I want to, you know, motivate the girls this week. Like, what can I share with them? Like a story, mm. or a quote, yeah. or some sort of inspiration to let them know that, like, listen, everything happens for a reason. Right. Everything that you're doing now is preparing you for the next part of your journey. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. But you only get back what you give. What you give. If you don't give a hundred percent, how do you expect to to reap all the benefits, it's reap impossible. all the rewards? It's not going to happen. It's and not going to happen. I'm not hard on people. I don't expect any more than what I've done myself. Right. I've done a madness. And you know what? What, <laughs> what gets me sometimes is that my business has grown so much, yeah? I used to do everything by myself and I used to get it done. Wow. When I started delegating, people come to me, oh, I can't do that. What do you mean? I used can't to do it do by that? myself. I used to do it by myself. See, this is just, it's so, this is why these conversations are so good because mm-hmm. it makes you realise that you are not by yourself. Mm-hmm, it's not, because mm-hmm. everything you're saying is exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's exactly the same thing. It's just, it's just mind blowing to me because mm-hmm. everything you're saying, it's like you, you're in my business as well <laughs> and there's a camera and yeah, you're watching everything. Yeah. Like it's exactly the same thing. And it's just, it's crazy. But I love what you said about the fact that when your business does grow, mm-hmm. you do have to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And what you leave in like not being there every day and having this space where you can actually think clearly mm-hmm. and deal with the back end stuff is so crucial because mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. don't realize like these things, they will creep up on you. And that's oh what I've gosh. had to deal with. Of course. So we were, we were doing well. Da, 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 da. We're still doing well. God's mm-hmm. grace. Mm-hmm. But, there were so many things on the back end that was not dealt with. Mm-hmm. And you can't keep having this excuse that, oh, I, I didn't go to business school. No, or, no, no, I'm not no, a business not person properly. Oh, I'm not this. I didn't know that. The tax man doesn't care. The yeah. tax man just wants their tax. So yeah. you need to make it your job to do your research and to know what are the things yeah. as a CEO, as a founder, yeah. that I'm actually supposed to be doing as yeah. opposed to just putting it in my bio. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They are real things you have to do, Put, real decisions. Putting it in your bio and also just like 
being having your blinkers on yeah distracting like doing something yeah. doing something all the time stop for one minute yeah. and think yeah the business only got to where it was because you thought about something and you made it happen yeah. but every single every every week or however intermittently you need to stop and think what am i actually doing yeah and why am why i doing, am it? I doing it? it why yeah. am i doing it because you know what we did this that's been my question this year why am i doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. because you know, sometimes we want to do events, we want to do like promos and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, why am I actually doing this? Am I doing this because it's actually going to help my business mm-hmm. and it's going to bring in the revenue that we need? Or mm-hmm. am I doing it because I want to look like I'm making money or yeah, look yeah. like we're popular or look yeah. like we're the best? And yeah. I feel like this year I did some things where I felt it didn't do nothing for me. Yeah, It didn't bring me more money. In fact, it cost me more money. And if actually, <laughs> if I'd used that money to actually focus on what we need as opposed to what we look like yeah it would have made such a massive difference but that yeah. i would have i would have never been able to think about that if i didn't step back and yeah. actually think i'm not i need to think like yeah. i'm not i don't i don't want to run around and do all these things and make it look like i'm successful yeah. i actually want to be successful i think i think it's a massive difference i think that as well like i'm telling you something that i don't really do but you can't be too hard on yourself yeah because you you know as when you when you are in these positions it's very isolating mm-hmm. and a lot of like self-doubt just starts coming into it and you start thinking oh i've done this wrong. you can't really dwell in the mistakes that you've made you just have to learn from them yeah. and just you know it's all a learning experience at the end of the day this exactly. is not a ma- this is not this is not a, a, a sprint it's a marathon, marathon. Exactly. it's a journey like yeah. and you know you have to learn like it's even like the work-life balance in the beginning when you're working 70 hours a week how is that how do you have a life you, you, you don't have what a life you don't what's, have what's a, a life you don't have what's a, life? a life you're literally out and you're on your phone like responding to the emails doing this doing that you, you don't have a life i have all. i have a repetitive strain injury yeah wow. from doing lashes basically <gasps> oh for the gosh. past three and a bit years yeah i need to have an operation to take this off wow. but i need to wear a sling i have not had time to take have an operation to take this off to have my arm out of use it's been i've had this for about two years I have not been able to, to schedule time until wow. now. I'm looking at uh, going back to the GP and setting up my Girl, surgery. Girl, we need to schedule in that time. I'm good. No, no, no. I, but as, is that, enough is, that's is the enough. Rea- but that's the reality. It's, though. Enough is enough. I, yeah. You hit a block, and what it is is that, like, with this second salon, I said I'm not going to do the things that I did with the first salon. I'm going to apply what I've learned mm-hmm. in this new business. Yeah. And in order to just, you know, so I can see how much I'm progressing. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Because yeah. otherwise for yourself, it becomes stagnant. Yeah. If you're just doing the same thing all the time, expecting different results, it's not it, doesn't work. Work. Oh, it doesn't ex- work. Preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir. <laughs> We've like literally just gone so deep into it. I and know. We haven't even like, okay, so I'm just going to reverse sure. a little bit. Just so people who are listening, they just have an idea. Clear, I'm, I'm sure they have an idea now, but just clearly about what you do and kind of the steps that even they can kind of take with them so you started with the crystal palace shop Mm -hmm. and then from there you went to war um yes yeah and then from war notting hill yeah right so just maybe just like talk about that process from when you got that shop because a lot of people they want to get a shop but they don't even know how to go about doing it like yeah where do i start like is it a good idea should i just do it from my house or do you know what i mean because you could have decided to just set up like have people come to your home sure but you saw the shop so what made you decide actually i want to do the shop and then what was kind of the process um it was definitely on one of my long drives from like north london to west london where i was like yeah this ain't gonna work yeah (laughs) (laughs) i need to figure something else out um 
and I I didn't you know I did a business management degree but it doesn't really teach you a lot of the practicalities around running a business mm. I think even like a business BTEC probably mm. prepares you a lot better to run wow. a business than a business degree because it teaches you practical skills like yeah. accounting you know these were all optional modules in the business yeah. degree it was all kind of like theories of management what, what am I going to do yeah, with this, yeah. please? it doesn't yeah. help me yeah, <laughs> so yeah. um, for me you know I, I, I'm very impulsive and in, I work with my instincts and um, I saw this shop and I thought mm, interesting let me just like google it and just see like how much it is and then I saw the price and I was like hmm, maybe I can like make that work yeah. and then I was like okay like let me go and view it and then yeah. I like took my mum and I was so tunnel I had such tunnel vision about opening this shop yeah yeah that I didn't even notice there was four other beauty salons on the road wow till like the fifth time I went to go see it that's the level of like focus that you need to have mm -hmm. in the initial instance don't worry about what yay is doing what yay is doing yeah. doesn't worry yeah. about your own yay yeah yeah just <laughs> yay is different that I had to literally literally <laughs> just worry about what you're trying to do. Right. It doesn't matter what anyone else is trying to do. So, mm -hmm. um, cause if, you know, if, you, if I'd gone to talk to a business analyst at that stage, they would have said, well, what's the other premises? What's on that? They would have talked me out of it. Do you understand? Right. Some right. of this stuff is not taught. That's what you have to accept. Yeah. Some of this stuff is instinct. Yeah. Um, found that shop and then I, I, I thought, okay, cool. I'm just going to do lashes in here to begin with and then I'll grow it. Right. So I had one bed in there and then like a month later, I got a brow lady to share with me nice. and then went from one bed to two beds to three beds. Wow. We just added our fourth bed. Um, from And the clients who've like come from the beginning, they're like, I remember when she had one bed in the corner of this shop and now there's four. So it was a very gradual and organic way in which we grew. Um, then I linked up with Sharma Dean Reed. Who is my bestie in my mind. Yeah, honestly. no, you know what? <laughs> Sharma Dean is, is really, she's a pioneer in terms of like beauty, Absolutely. and especially for black women in this country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's done a lot for you know the beauty industry yeah um and she's she, you know she's she definitely um took me under her wing a little bit and helped me kind of figure out what my goals were for my next step yeah, and stuff and yeah. you know so then I, I we got a space in war we had a pop-up there but in the meantime i was looking for a second uh premises and i'll tell you why i was looking for a second premises. i was just about to ask like yeah, why why, why did you premises. decide that because obviously you were growing quite steadily yeah um at Crystal Palace. So what made you think I need another place? HMRC. <laughs> like, can I just tell you, like, yeah. <laughs> you, you start doing well in your business and you're doing well and it's all fine and dandy. And then you start hitting thresholds. Yeah. And then it's like... Start getting those brown letters. Oh, so now 20% of anything that I earn is going to the government. Yeah. Okay, cool. So where's my salary then? I need to pay these people. <laughs> people Listen, that work for me yeah. so I was like you know what yeah I basically have to scale my business at this stage there's no other option right. you know my long term goal is scaling it um, that's that, that that's the only way it's sustainable to me yeah because otherwise I'm going to be doing eyelashes for the rest of my life hmm. I can do eyelashes for the rest of my life yeah you know but that's not that's not what I want to do that's yeah. not why I started this business yeah. and you know one thing about a lot of black businesses that I've noticed is that they don't really, a lot of black people have shops. 
people have this misconception about black people are underprivileged and no so many black people are doing amazing beautiful mm-hmm. things so many black people are self-employed and keep their family to stay in their families you understand yeah. this is a false narrative that we're being told yeah what the problem is is that preparing for the next generation mm. because if you've got a shop and you do hair and you're the only person that does hair you ain't got no understudies underneath you yeah. something happens to you what happens to your shop yeah yeah what you just shut your shop and then that's it and that's it what about the next generation they're gonna have to now start from the beginning all over again as opposed to you being able to give them you, a step up you know you know like now yeah. we're seeing chains you know yeah. certain businesses are starting to get that chain mentality yeah but that's how you grow like you grow you grow businesses that that have longevity to them if it's just one person how can you sustain that? Yeah. Like, and so it, it's fantastic that people want to get shops and all this kind of stuff, but understand that you're a human being. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. It just depends, but at the same time, it just depends what your goals are. Some people just want to get by to pay for their house, pay their mortgage, right. have a couple holidays a year and be done and work flexibly. Yeah. That's enough for some people. Yeah. And some other people, you know, the mad ones... <laughs> Like yourself and I. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like, well, Oprah did it, so why can't I do it? So or I'm like gonna open up one of my shop. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, like Bill Gates. Okay, Bill Gates, Black Bill Gates. Okay, cool. Like Yeah. We're just the mad ones, basically. Basically, yeah. And you know what? You've got to take your hat off to mad people because yeah. at least they're, they're, they're trying. And I think sometimes if people just said, you know what? She's trying. Yeah. That would mean so much to me rather than, oh, she... She thinks she knows everything or she she's she's off here doing this or or like just thinking, wow, she's she's just she's trying. Actually trying. Like just honestly, trying. That's wow, it. Wow, exactly. Like she's actually trying. Okay, so you get to Crystal Palace and then you find your third well, yeah, kinda like yeah, so third, the pop up yeah, yeah. uh in Notting Hill. Yes. No, so so yeah, so then we open up Slash. That is um so Slash is like one of our flagships. So that's, you know, not moving. And yeah. then what we've been doing with the pop-ups is we've kind of been rotating the pop-ups. So at the moment we're in Townhouse in Fitzrovia. Um, we did WAR for like eight months, grew like a crazy customer base. Love it was it, it was yeah. really, really, really successful pop-up. Um, and then we are also in Beauty Stack in King's Cross yeah. for this week. Um, so more of why I've been doing these pop-ups is more strategic reasons. Mm. Just because for a young brand, it's good for us to like, align ourselves with the right kind of partnerships and of do the right kind of collabs yeah. at this early stage. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely, you know, it's it <laughs> not for the faint hearted, trying yeah. to manage multiple locations. Yeah, I could not do it by myself and something had to give. And I said, you know what? I need help. Yeah. I need an area manager. I need an admin assistant. So where did you find, how did you go about finding an area manager and mm-hmm. and yeah, and an assistant? You said, yeah. So God is so good to me because yeah. basically I put something out on social and I put it out on social like no one's going to get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to want to work here. I was like, this is just a non-star. Why are you no, your, your shop is so cool. Like guys, her store is, her bar, her lash bar is amazing. I've been to the one in Notting Hill and it's so beautiful. Like I would want to work there. Why would no one want to work there? I know, but you know what it is? I'm so in myself. Like I'm not somebody who's like amazing at networking. I don't put myself out there a yeah. lot. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think no one's really rating me. Do you understand? They so, need to rate. <laughs> they need to rate you because you've come. You've come with the gems. Like I mean, whether they rate me or not, that's their business. That's their the problem. Business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I really don't care at this stage. But I mean, for me, I was like, oh, 
gosh. I was sick of spending money on Indeed to yeah. recruit somebody. I'm on, that's where I'm at. I'm Indeed all the time. And I mean, shop for Indeed have got thousands of pounds off me. And to be honest, you know, the quality of candidates most of the time is kind of crazy. So, yeah. you know what? I, I This time I did it differently. I, I reached out, got some, got some, uh, got some prospective CVs and then nice. yeah I got introduced to my area manager through a friend okay she nice. became highly recommended and she's doing amazing really does she do lashes as well she she doesn't do she's not in the salons but she's there to support the salons and she's there to support me as yeah. well that's um, exactly what I need you need, you need is it. listening you no need it. no I need it <laughs> that's why I, like you thought I was asking for that yeah. if you were listening I was asking for me like how yeah. can I where can I yeah. find an area I mean, manager she, she, you know it is for me it's like obviously budgetary reasons like I'm not gonna act like I'm out here like yeah I can pay you forty thousand yeah, pounds a year yeah. listen i can she's working flexibly she's working part-time but that That's means better. she can work from home and she knows that this is a growing business so yeah, next year that. when i open another shop yeah. for example yeah. she can then increase her hours yeah. do you see what i mean no no, no but that's smart I just, that's intelligent yeah i just need people that see the vision and yeah. are willing to get on board at this early stage yeah. really and then my admin assistant she's fantastic she joined yeah, she joined like a couple of weeks later and literally we've started like using her as like a centralized booking assistant. So oh, yeah. all calls are forwarded to her on the days that she's in the office. And I've noticed like a massive increase in like just productivity and appointments being booked. So it's actually been really, really worthwhile having that. her. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really great. I just got to pay all these people. So. Listen, that's, that's been the thing that's made that's me not want to. Do you know? Because before I used to just hire and just think it, the money will come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's actually a really immature way of doing your, like running a business. I think mm. what you've said is, you know, the fact, the fact that you've made, like made her come on is flexible. Mm-hmm. That's being smart as opposed to you saying, I'm, I need a full-time person. That's what I need. Oh, oh I'm going to hire no, someone full-time. And you know what? Don't worry, the money will come. Because no, 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 some no, no, months no. maybe it, you could make enough and it can come. Yeah. But some months you won't. Yeah. So then what happens? Someone's now relying on you yeah. for them to pay their bills and yeah. now you can't pay them. So now I'm like, I've had to just cut back and just live in this space of reality. Yeah. Like, okay, can you, Rita, actually afford this? If you can't, you put in the work until you can afford it. And if you can't afford someone that's full time, mm-hmm. you know, like now I've just um, hired someone that's going to be working, helping with our marketing, for Amazing, example, yeah. and our partnerships. Mm-hmm. So almost like business development. Mm-hmm. And again, she's not working full time. When mm-hmm. I met with her, I was like, I know that you you can do this. You can mm-hmm. start a project from start to finish. I know that already about you. Mm-hmm. This is going to be more on a flexible basis, project to project. Mm-hmm. And then as the business continues to grow, mm-hmm. then it can be more. Do you know what I mean? Of course. And it's just about being realistic. Do you know, for me like my my word is really important especially within you know within my business and to to my team I'm somebody that I try to stick to my word and be a person of integrity as much as possible so for me I never want to oversell and under deliver that's key say that again I never want to oversell and under deliver because Mm -hmm. you know if I undersell if I if I (laughs) if I oversell something and don't deliver routinely people are just going to lose faith in me right however if i say well this is what i can do and you meet me there if things improve it's a win-win for everybody but i haven't put myself in a position where it's like uncomfortable do you know what i mean yeah so yeah that's uh, okay amazing so my final question before we like round up i don't even think i feel like you've covered it i think just tell people what your business is the name of your business and how Mm -hmm. they can find you because i feel like you've given so many gems Mm -hmm. and people actually need i said this to you the first time i met you that people need to hear from you more because you you remind me of myself like we're just real Mm -hmm. we're not trying to paint you 
no rosy picture no rosy pictures and people don't get it like i don't know how to lie i will tell you listen this is what's going on right now i don't think i'm doing well in this area i'm just Mm -hmm. honest because i think that's the only way that we can grow Mm -hmm. and we need more of you and we need to see you talking everywhere i don't care but find the time because <laughs> we need to hear the gems but yeah just tell us the names of your business where they can find you and all of that um so yeah so it's the last lounge london which is in crystal palace um it's at the last lounge ldn on instagram and slash beauty um which is in notting hill on portobello road and that's at slash beauty ldn um but yeah so that that's where you can find us our website's on there our numbers on there you can everything's book. on there you can book your appointments online don't even need to speak to anyone but yeah like that is the future like not every day like but i feel like customers really just want to call you though mm. like you still got those customers that, no they do and you know yeah. what it is why i had to get an admin assistant is because phone calls go left a lot yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it starts off in one place and then it's like well actually yeah and like when you're doing eyelashes you can't keep getting up to stop to go answer the phone yeah. so it's all to help the girls be able to just focus on their one job yeah and you know delegate to somebody else to handle that yeah, side yeah, of yeah. things and she's so good and she's yeah she's yeah. getting on so well so oh, i've got see i said this was the last question i've got one more yeah sure one more question did you always know that because some people will see lashes and be like, oh, can you actually make a lot of money from that? Did you always know that actually this is actually a sustainable business that I know that this can do well? Well, for me, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a bums on seats person. Mm. That's what that's what gets me going in terms of my business. So yeah. when in when I first initially started learning about eyelash extensions and whatever, it was like they were quite expensive, really, really expensive. Yeah. And I was like, mm, these are great. But then some months people are just going to say, don't need to have my eyelashes done. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? That's what, yeah, that's what like, I was wondering. Like if eyelashes are costing £300 to get done, you're not going to do it every month, mm-hmm. are you? Exactly. So I was like, there must be a way to like scale this and make it affordable, but mm. also still like really high quality service. Mm. But also like, a t- like, you know, luxurious, a treat. But just like something that's a part of your right. monthly routine. And I think, you know, the the industry has grown so much and the demand for it has grown so much because now people see it as a monthly essential. Whereas, right. you know, when it's like 400, no one's no one's going to be. Yeah, I, I can do without that this month. Yeah, do you know, yeah, <laughs> do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like, for yeah. me, it can definitely work, but it just has to be done in the in the right way. And you yeah. have to know where you're positioning yourself. So that's the most important thing, really. Amazing. Final takeaway. What would you advise to anyone who does want to get into business? <laughs> Believe in yourself. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say, like, there's, like, some takeaways near your house, yeah, which are dusty, <laughs> run down. Like, you know, the food is appalling. And you wonder, how the hell is this business still going? Mm-hmm. Somebody believes in it. <laughs> Do you understand? Because someone's buying food from there. There's people. There's a market for everything. Don't let anyone tell you that your idea isn't good. If you believe in it, Mm -hmm. that's enough to get you to a point of you know actual traction and like things happening. Yeah. So you need to you need to believe in yourself. That's that's number one key. Key. Because there's no one's gonna believe in you. No one's gonna want to give you money in the beginning. No one's gonna trust you. They'll be like, well, we don't have a track record of of you. And no, 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 no. Then when you show, when you go back and you say, hey, three years accounts. Boom. Growth every year. <laughs> now what? Then they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, we'll see what we can Ex- do. And- <laughs> exactly. And you just mentioned that. I know like, <laughs> we're supposed to finish. Yeah, yeah. But it just reminded me of this conversation that's happening on Twitter today. I don't know when I'm going to release this. So I don't know how like, relevant it's going to be. Yeah. But they're talking about how, um, they were talking about House of CB. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if it's true or not. But mm-hmm. basically, her apparently, her dad gave her 20000 to open up her shop in Westfield. And then some girls were saying, oh, 
yeah, I can't believe her marketing must be so good. Like, I really believed this rags to riches story. Oh, please. Um, please. But yeah, you know, getting money from your parents makes a huge difference. And I was just like, where did we get this can mentality I, from? Can I, can so we'll just round up on that. And can then... I, I, need to, I need to speak about this because this is very, very important. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You cannot be somebody that's jealous. Jealousy is a weak emotion. Do you understand? Yeah. Jealousy is, it, you know, it doesn't require anything. It's just very easy to just say, oh, it's easy for her. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. What actually is hard is to say, you know what? I don't have the same opportunities, but I'm still going to try and make it work. Mm. I used to dislike Kylie Jenner. I used to think like, what's this girl doing? She's plumping up her lips. Like she's only 20, like da, 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 da. Then one day I just sat down and I thought, if I was 20 and I had that much money, I I would ha- I would be way worse. Like, yeah. I'd be on 10,000. Listen. I can't knock the girl because of where she's come from and the fact she has money. Yeah, okay, my parents don't have that money to give to me. Yeah. But that doesn't stop me though. Exactly. Me dwelling on me that my parents are... That is That's what, what stops you. Thank you very That's much. That's what stops you. That's and what stops some you. Some people have money... Like they get money from their parents or get money from whoever. Like if it's if you're getting money from a guy, it's it's suddenly it's goals. Like oh my god, relationship goals. Wow, get you a man that can invest in you. And when it's your parents, it's suddenly oh she would only she's only successful because her parents gave her money. And for me, I'm like money is definitely a big component when it comes to your business. You need money to make money. Can I? However. it doesn't help you sustain it. Like you actually have to know. There's like, more that there's goes so into more. it. There's passion. There's business acumen. There's so much things that you need in order to run a business. Yeah. For you to like write off someone's achievements because yeah. of where they got their money from, like is well legally. Yeah. It's not. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. come on. Like that's what we want. I yeah. want that. I want to be able when my child when I have my own children, I want my child to be able to come up to me and not have tell to, me not, an not idea have to worry, yeah. and I'd be able to say, do you know what? okay, I believe in this. Here's some money to help you get going. Do you know what I mean? And like guide them along Otherwise, the way. Otherwise, what are you doing it for? That's what I want. That's yeah. that's what I would want. So yeah. it's so weird to me. And I see it. It's just, I see it so much. And I'm just, it irritates me so much. I'm like, come on. Like, can I, can I just say one thing? Yeah. I just feel like, you see what people define as successful mm-hmm. is very relative to individuals. Yeah. Do you understand? There's a bin man that's successful because guess what? He does his job every day. He absolutely loves what he does. Mm. He picks up his rubbish with pride. Yep. Do you understand? Yeah. That's success to him his in his life and he's yeah. content and he doesn't want from anybody else. Right. He doesn't envy anybody else. Yeah. That's success. Yeah. Success is not one thing. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So people need to find what is successful for them yeah. and be happy and, and whole and content in that. Yeah. And not, you know, hold, you know, hold, have prejudice against other people because ridiculous. of ridiculous things that people have no control over. You yeah. don't know, you, you have don't no control know. over where, where you're born. You don't, exactly. And you don't know her story. You don't know what the struggles are. You don't been. know what she's been through. You don't know, like, you don't know anything. Yeah. So, love Connor Walker. She's great. I love her. She's such a fave. And her clothes are very good as well. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and she's managed just to sustain a business, to grow a business. It's not easy. It's not easy to she's do that She's very, at all. very young. She's yeah. 25 years old. It's like, not a joke. what do people want her to be doing? I don't understand. It's just jealousy. It's jealousy. And people always, like what you said, like people just always want to find a reason. Yeah. Like an excuse. It's going to be something. It's an excuse for themselves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's well, the only reason why I would have been where she was at if I got that 20k as well. Do you okay, even think 20k not. is enough? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking 20k. 20k is 20k probably flipping paid for some curtains yeah. in Westfield. Like, that's not even cover a quarter rent, bruv. Exactly. What's 20k? Like, what is actually is 20K, 20k a lot of money? No. I don't I didn't, understand. I didn't want to, like, 20k, it, that can go, like, a click. 
That is not a lot. That is not enough for her to set up a whole company. Westfield, to have a a shop in Westfield with 20K is absolutely amazing, to be honest. I don't know how the hell she she pulled that off. But even she, I saw her post on her story that didn't go well the first time. She had to close it down and open up. See, I didn't even see that one. See? So it's... because 20k isn't enough money and people don't understand you're hating on somebody who's just again trying Trying. (laughs) even as you're saying it to me it was so comforting like just big up someone for trying they're trying it's not easy girl we can be talking for two hours and we don't even have no time we have run out of time but thank you so much for coming down and i really hope you guys like took amazing gems from this because i feel pumped because I've just received so many gems, so <laughs> I hope you guys feel exactly the same way. And hopefully, I'll see you at the not see you. We'll talk in the next episode. <laughs> All right, bye. Mm-hmm.